Hey, fantasy football fans. Kickoff is coming, and we're getting you ready. And it will be pure fantasy football nirvana. Get the latest injuries, expert opinion, weather at the outdoor stadiums, and more. God bless fantasy football. Get your lineups in with confidence. Tim Allen and company helps you win. Fantasy Football Weekly, served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Get ready for game day with the freshest homemade meats, a variety of tasty brats, the finest quality steaks, and more. WestBendSausagePlus.com. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. And here we go, guys. It is Fantasy Football Weekly, served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Tim Allen, Evan Heffelfinger, getting you ready. Yes, that's his name. Getting you ready for week four in the NFL, week four in your fantasy championship season. How does that sound? Uh, Nice day today, although a little chilly, but nice. Uh, It will turn back into summer here. Uh, This week, I was just looking at the forecast as uh, we check all the uh, forecasts here around the country for these outdoor games, and uh, it turns back into summer here later on this week. It'll get cold tonight, but outside of that, it's going to look nice. Now, uh, I say turn back summer without the Brewers, which deeply saddens me. Speaking of which, uh, programming note here, Tuesday is the, uh, we're still covering the Brewers. Yeah, it's the uh, 2020 uh, Milwaukee Brewers season retrospective show that's at six o'clock right after the Wendy's big show that will be right here on the fan at six uh, although it was a shortened season guys even I forget putting these things together even I forgot what happened throughout this 60 game schedule plus the playoffs so tune in on Tuesday uh, we'll uh, say our final farewells of the 2020 season for the crew. Right now, it is Fantasy Football Weekly, and we thought injuries were playing a part in fantasy football, which they do. We all understand that. They, they did in the first three weeks, but now here in week four, it's not only just the injuries, but it's also now cancellations and postponements. So we have that to work around, and we have a, con- a quandary here. Evan, I'll bring you aboard for this. We have a quandary with this Chiefs uh, game uh, against the New England Patriots. The positive for Cam Newton, it's just the one thus far, as far as we know. So, what do they do? Now, do they shut this down, postpone it like they did Titans-Steelers? Now, maybe a little bit different in that the Titans had a, a, a far more positives than just the one in the New England Patriots organization, which is Cam Newton. So... Do you sit him down, pull him back, and just say, hey, plug and play? All right, now with the game itself and how it pertains to you guys. All right, commissioners are at a challenge here. Evan, let's walk through this together. Let's say, for example, you have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Right. And you say, well, you know, we don't know if the game's going to happen yet. So I'm going to pick up, just for the sake of the argument, I'm going to start J.K. Dobbins. Well, what happens if Dobbins scores two points, then they schedule the game to be played tomorrow night or Tuesday, and you say, no, 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 no. I want Edward Solaire back in there. Here's what I recommend. You make the call now. If the game is played, you've got to make the call now. Am I sticking with the, the replacement? Or if the game is played, take the replacement away, no matter what he does. Let's say Dobbins, on the other hand, scores 22 points and you say well I want to, I just want to keep Dobbins no 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 you have to make that call now 
Does that sound fair? So, yeah, that sounds a lot like what we're doing in my league, and I got to give a lot of credit to my um, uh, commissioner that we're saying you have your players that you normally would start, like a Clyde Edwards, in your roster right now. If he doesn't play, you have your replacement, in this case it would be J.K. Dobbins, ready to go. So, like, for me personally, I have Harrison Butker if I have him in my starting lineup, if that game gets postponed, similar, then it's it, just it, reversed order. Yeah, yeah. No, then it I goes it. to my kicker, who I picked yep. up just in case. But if he does play, I'm not losing the points of him playing. You have to designate the replacement. Yes, that's the big time. thing. Yeah, and yep. it can't, okay. It can't be the guy that you saw went off for 20 points. It has to be before the noon kickoff. Who you want your replacement to be? Yep, it has to be that way. So, man, uh, it's it's just wild. It's crazy. It's sideways, and I get it. It's so funky that you know, don't get upset over these things. That's that's the thing. Have a little patience. These commissioners, man, hey, I know uh, we we've uh, we've run a few commissioners through the ringer in my day, <laughs> and they're no longer commissioners. They they tried it for three or four years, and that wasn't going to fly for them. They'd just rather have some fun and play. So, all right, first hour of the program. You notice we're a little bit early. Uh, the NFL plays here today. Uh, pre-game, 11.30, Dallas um, hosting Cleveland. That's a huge game for both of those teams. We'll get to that in just a bit. But first hour of the show, all informational. And we'll get to the um, forecast in the outdoor stadiums. We'll get to the injury report. The um, the fact that we're off at 11.30 today, Evan, might be a good thing because you know, we'll get the actives, inactives in. And you got a, a little bit of time here, 28 minutes or so before kickoff, when we get done, to kind of make some, uh, make some adjustments there. So it does come in handy. Also, it is Cleveland and Dallas playing right here. On the fan. Uh, Second hour of the show, starting at 10.30. That's all you guys, 10.30 until 11.30. So you need to get in early on this one at 414-799-1250. Take your calls at 10.30. And also, uh, it means everything's moved up a little bit. We've got uh, Adam Burnett in his circle of trust. Did pretty good last week with his deeper sleepers. And we'll have him at the top of the hour here at 10 o'clock. In the meantime, it's week four in the NFL, week four in your fantasy football season. It's Fantasy Football Weekly served up by West Men Sausage Plus. Let's dig into our full rundown. Ravens. Washington. All right, uh, Lamar Jackson, a little bit of a clunker last week. And I don't know if 97 yards on the ground is quite, quite a clunker, but... I look for him to uh, to definitely bounce back in this one. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Dwayne Haskins, you got to stop turning the ball over. You can't do that. You can't turn the ball over five times, three picks. You can't do that. Now, they, uh, they talk to Haskins. Those of you in a dynasty league or a deep, deep keeper league, uh, you may want to you know, wait this out with Haskins, but they, they talked to him and they said, hey, we're, we're showing confidence in you and you got you to gotta, you know, step up and prove that you accept that confidence. So let's get to uh, the forecast in this one. Uh, there is some rain, but it doesn't look like the upper east coast is going to get the rain. It's mainly down south in the regions down there. Um, this one's not going to be too bad, as uh, you'll see partly cloudy skies and a high uh, in the uh, mid-60s or so, the winds, no problem. Uh, 66, again, the high. Let's check injuries. So for the Ravens, they're pretty banged up on the defensive side with five questionable players heading in, including just, uh, defensive tackle Justin Matabuke and running back Justin Hill and return specialist Chris Moore are both questionable with thigh injuries. 
For Washington, wide receiver Steven Sims is out. Star rookie pass rusher Chase Young is also out with a groin injury. And wide receiver Terry McLaurin is questionable with a thigh injury, but he is expected to play. Browns, Cowboys. It's a huge game for both of these teams, and, and the Dallas defense is just a sieve. I see a ton of points stepping up to the wager window in this one. Who is Cedric Wilson? And someone asked me that. You're sitting there with uh, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, and you're sitting there with C.D. Lamb, and you're saying, wait a second, the Cowboys put up a million points, and Cedric Wilson got in the end zone twice? Okay, just hold hold off on that just a little bit. I would uh, I would start your Cleveland Browns if you've got them. That game is uh, in a dome. Dak Prescott putting up uh, major league points, and so you you've always got that start and and the weaponry on the Dallas offensive side. You know where to go there, that's for sure. Uh, over on the Browns side, uh, they're scoring their fair share of points. They look like a a much better offensive unit this year than they have. Uh, so that's a good thing, and so there, there's some viable starts on that side of the football. Uh, let's check uh, the forecast. Uh, no problem down in Dallas. They've got the retractable, but let's check the injuries. I understand one of those running backs in the one-two punch in Cleveland is a little dinged up. Yeah, running back Kareem Hunt is officially questionable with a groin injury. He's expected to give it a go, but he's a game-time decision. And for the Cowboys, they're good to go heading into the game. Vikings, Texans. One of these teams is going to get their first victory on the season. Think about that. Texans, Vikings, 0-3. It's a huge game. I mean, the chances already of an 0-3 team getting in are pretty slim, but then again, you'd have said that about the Milwaukee Brewers too. So, I mean, anything can happen here as uh, Dalvin Cook and company uh, take on the Houston Texans. You're seeing the, well... You're seeing the offensive uh, passing game in Houston have an effect here without DeAndre Hopkins. Although Will Fuller did bounce back after a pretty bad game in week number two, he bounced back, got in the end zone, and, and made him a viable start last week. But let's let's find out what happens in uh, Houston. That game also is a uh, retractable. And let's check the uh, injuries in the Vikings and Houston Texans matchup. For the Vikings, wide receiver Tajay Sharp is out with an illness. The team has not said whether it's COVID or not, but seeing as we probably haven't heard anything about it, it's probably not COVID. They're also banged up in the secondary a little bit. And for the Texans, they're good to go. No injuries to report. Saints. Lions. All right, something is... uh... I think something is flawed with the offense on the New Orleans Saints, and that's weird for me to say because it it is still the same head coach, still the same quarterback, still a lot of the same personnel offensively. Something just doesn't look right. I I don't know what it – and it's more than just the absence of Michael Thomas. And we'll get to the injury report here in a second. Is Michael Thomas going to play? We'll find out. But I, you know, it reminds me of Jared Goff in his first year. Now, now again, I, I think Drew Brees immediate and automatic Hall of Famer. But with regards to throwing the ball downfield, I recall talking on this show, Jared Goff. Why are why are the Rams not throwing the ball damn ball downfield? It's just left and right and check down after check down after check down. What happened to Traquan Smith streaking in the end zone for 42 yards? What happened to uh, you know Jared Cook with a th- 31-yard touchdown to the pylon? 
something is a little funky, a little out of whack with that New Orleans offense. Do I think it can get corrected for sure? But, man, I, I don't know if you guys are noticing that same thing. All right, other side of the ball, Detroit Lions. Uh, backfield uh, is on Johnson, DeAndre Swift, and AP. Now, DeAndre Swift, through the three games, he's getting on the field, just not getting the touches and the production. I would keep an eye on that. Those of you that are worried about injuries, those of you worried about you know, the positives, DeAndre Swift and on Johnson, we touched on it, Evan, a little bit last uh, week about that. Pick up a dude and stash him. It's okay. If you've got the room, take a few gambles. DeAndre Swift and on Johnson might be one of those two guys to just grab and, and, and take, a, take a flyer on. Has AP got this in him? Mm. We'll find out. Uh, that game in a dome in Detroit. Let's check the injuries, Saints and Lions. Saints are hurt pretty bad. Tight end Ter- uh, Jared Cook is out with a groin injury. Michael Thomas, the star receiver, out with an ankle. And a few inactives on defense, such as cornerbacks Janoris Jenkins, Marshawn Lattimore, and defensive tackle Marcus Davenport. So that they're pretty banged up. The Lions, they just have a couple of small injuries on the defensive front. But other than that, they're good to go. Wagering window. All right, I'm still going to go with it, and it's a lot of points in any Dallas Cowboy game. Not only offensively for those guys to put things up, but defensively they're bad. They're a bad defense. I was checking out ESPN this morning a little bit. They were breaking down that defensive secondary, and they say it's not the talent level. It's blown assignments. It's new schemes. Mm, I don't know about that. I'm not so sure about that. I love the over with the Cleveland Browns and Dallas Cowboys. That game's going to be a shootout. I'm really looking forward to that one. I Something about that Browns team, they're just fun to watch. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. Ravens-Washington, I like Ravens minus 14. I know that's a huge number, but the Ravens are going to bounce back from a pretty bad performance against the Chiefs last weekend, so I'm looking for them to absolutely destroy. And then one that I kind of like is the Lions to cover minus three. Because, I, I mean, listing off those injuries, that's a lot of different guys. And, yeah, they still have... Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara, but that's a lot of re- pretty important look, inactives. Oh, no, there's no question. And, and I do like the offense for Detroit to put up some points and have, have some fantasy days here. But, I, again, it leads back to what is wrong with that offense in New Orleans. Right. And the Lions, they, if anyone's going to take advantage of a couple of cornerbacks being out, it's going to be the Lions with their pass-heavy attack. So yeah. that's going to be a better game than people expect. Well, and we say what, what is wrong with their offense. Still fantasy plays here, and that's Alvin Kamara. He, he, he scored it up, and he had Drew Brees in the end zone three times as well. So if, they, if that's horrible, then that shows you where the Saints bar is. It's Fantasy Football Weekly, served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. There's Evan Heffelfinger. Yes, that is his real name. My name is Tim Allen. We're getting you ready for week four in the NFL, week four in your fantasy matchup. We'll be back on The Fan. Got a dilemma with your lineup this week? The whole world is watching. We can help. 414-799-1250 on Fantasy Football Weekly with Sports Radio, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Visit westbendsausageplus.com. Cardinals, Panthers. All right, Cardinals and the uh, Panthers go at it here. It's a... Uh... It's a shame. Christian McCaffrey owners, I mean, I know, I know, I know. And the Saquon Barkley owners know the same thing. You just shake your head and you know, what What next? What next? Don't let it snowball on you. Stay on this thing, for sure. 
Uh, Kyler Murray's got to stop turning the ball over. But the biggest in this game, I think, is the uh, DeAndre Hopkins owners because is he going to go? We're going to find out the real deal uh, with the uh, actives and inactives in about a half hour. But uh, uh, we'll check the uh, injuries here in just a second. Uh, Some clouds, uh, no precipitation, light winds, high around 70 for this one, so no problems there. Let's get to that injury report. Yeah, so Cardinals and Panthers. For the Cardinals, a couple of big-name wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Kirk, are both questionable. Last we heard on DeAndre Hopkins, he's pushing to play today. Uh, We'll find out what that means towards game time. The Panthers, they're a bit banged up on the offensive line, but other than that, they're good besides no Christian McCaffrey. Chargers, Buccaneers. Uh, I like Gronkowski in this game. He's starting, just starting to get involved. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, Chargers, on the other hand, they're going to be without uh, a wide receiver. And uh, do do they need it? I, I don't know. We'll check the injuries and in that. However, weather may play a factor in this game. They're calling for rain uh, down there in Tampa. Possibly a thunderstorm. Uh, going to be nice. Uh, the high is going to be in the lower 80s. It doesn't seem like it's going to be super windy. But watch for that if that makes a difference. If you're on the fence and you don't like rain ball, well, then they'll make your move there. Injuries for this matchup. For the Chargers, quarterback Tyrod Taylor remains out. And joining him is the often injured Mike Williams. He's also out. For the Buccaneers, wide receiver Chris Godwin is out this time with a hamstring injury. Wow. And the late addition of Leonard Fournette out with an ankle injury. So uh, lean heavily on Mike Evans and Ronald Jones today. Yeah, indeed. You get a Scotty Miller action. That's why one of the reasons I like uh, Gronk in this one through the air. So we'll find out if Gronkowski has his breakout game as a Buccaneer. And take a break. Get to the circle of trust. It, it, I shouldn't say if. I should say we are all in the same boat here. With all the injuries and now the uh, COVID positives and the postponements and uh, possibly cancellation here, we're all in the same boat. We need to dig a little bit deeper on that transaction uh, list. And, and if he's a free agent, if you got to go through the waiver wire process, you need to stay on this maybe more so than any other year playing fantasy football. No, 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 not maybe. More than any other year in fantasy football, it is absolutely imperative that you stay watching, do your maintenance on your uh, transaction waiver wire. All right, uh, a half hour, we'll start taking your calls. 414-799-1250. We're a half hour in, and we're early because 1130, we've got to move aside for NFL pregame as the fan uh, hooks up with the NFL. Cleveland and Dallas, the game call here on the fan. Starting at noon, pregame at 11.30. It's Fantasy Football Weekly, served up by West Bend Sausage Plus here on The Fan. Who can you trust in your lineup this week? Deeper sleepers that make the difference. It's time for the Circle of Trust with Adam Burnett. Fantasy Football Weekly on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Visit westbendsausageplus.com. All right, welcome back. Remember, at the bottom of the hour, we'll start taking your phone calls. You can hit us up on Facebook and Twitter at 105.7 FM, The Fan. You can uh, email live at 105.7 FM, The Fan. Um, 
because it, we're a half hour early, and that means Adam Burnett's coming up. We do have an official announcement, though, on the Chiefs game. This is going to make life a little bit easier for the owners of uh, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and company, Edwards Hilaire, because, uh, Evan, they have uh, already scheduled this. They they bumped the Packers. That's what they – no, they, they just moved them back about 40 minutes or so, half hour or whatever it is. Pack will uh, kick off against the uh, Falcons at 7.50. Is that, That's Central Time, correct? Yeah, so Central okay. Time it'll be 6.05 for Patriots Chiefs and then 7.50 for Packers Falcons. So 6.05, they will play the game Chiefs and Patriots. So keep that in mind when you're clicking your lineups here this morning. And again, if you're just tuning in, you got into that habit of uh, checking us out at 10 a.m., uh, for the last 14 years, every Sunday morning, that we're already a half hour in. Well, you're late, man. You snoozed. You, you slept too long. You stayed out too late last night. Or uh, church ran a little bit long or whatever. But but here we are. We'll take your calls at the bottom of the hour. Great Midwest Bank hotline is where we welcome in Adam Burnett, our circle of trust. Adam, decent job last week. Oh, we don't have him? Looks like he dropped off. He did drop off. All right, so we can get in a game in our rundown here. That's what we're Seahawks, Dolphins. Uh, I see some points in this one, too. The Seahawks are uh, dinged up. Or will you see some points when we check the forecast? Fitzpatrick doing an amazing job not allowing Tua to get into that lineup. That's a viable fantasy start for, for Fitzpatrick. That's for sure. And that means their their tight end, Jacecki, uh, is really quickly becoming one of the better tight ends in the game because he's putting up points uh, in the backfield. That's a little bit different story. On the uh, outside, uh, Williams and Parker, they're getting it done. So it's, it's magic doing his thing down there in Miami. However, if you take a look at uh, the Seahawks, just Russell Wilson, an amazing Amazing year thus far through the three games. So we need to keep that in mind also. Um, they're dinged up defensively, so you might want to count on some points here. And then we check the forecast. Let's see. Seahawks in Miami. The high is going to be hot, 88. They're calling for thunderstorms late this afternoon, though. So this is an earlier uh, start. Uh, in the earlier window, so you may have to dodge some thunderstorms. I don't know if that's going to play much of a difference, but hey, might keep the points down a little bit. Let's check the injuries, Hawks and Finns. For the Seahawks, they're pretty hurt at running back, although Chris Carson is questionable. He is expected to play. His backup, Carlos Hyde, is also questionable. No new word on whether he'll play or not. They're also pretty banged up on defense. For the Dolphins, though, they're pretty good to go fantasy-wise. Yeah, they, they are. So um, we will continue our rundown in just a second here. Bottom of the hour, again, 414-799-1250. Hey, if you got enough charge in your phone, you want to hang out for the next 20 minutes or so, feel free to do so. Get lined up and dialed in early at 799-1250. Uh, great Midwest Bank hotline. He is back, Adam Burnett, Circle of Trust. Decent job last week, Adam. The phone doesn't work at ten o'clock. It only works at ten thirty. So <laughs> that's true. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to my cell phone provider. Last week, my guys popped off. I was really happy. I was celebrating. I was going to send you a bunch of bunch of texts, but I was busy working. No, I was I was following that, Adam. I, I think you did a nice job with your circle of trust. And and again, guys, this is a little bit deeper. He's not gonna he's not gonna put like. 
you know, Patrick Mahomes in his circle of trust, or Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, all that stuff. You go a little bit deeper in this one. Let's check it out for week four. I like Ryan Fitzpatrick against the Seahawks. Jamal Adams is out. He is the best player on that defense. He creates a lot of havoc. I think Seattle's going to run the score up on Miami. Fitzpatrick is going to put up a lot of garbage time stats today. I think Miami loses, but as a fantasy player, we don't care. We just want stats. No doubt. I like him, too. I like him a lot. And and Seattle's been getting into a few of the shootouts. Plus, you know, if nothing else, you do get garbage time against Seattle as well. So their offense is, man, they've, they've been nice. All right, running back. Running back is Daryl Henderson of the Rams. 14 or more touches in back-to-back weeks. He seems to be the hot hand in Sean McVay's backfield right now. I think he's a strong flex play versus the Giants. Yeah, not a bad, not a bad. You've got the room on your roster this year, as I was saying. I don't know if you caught that, Adam, before the break, that this year more than ever is to have your depth in play. You have to... Check out the transaction, the waiver wire. Maybe make some trades. Increase that depth. We don't know what's going to happen moving down the line. All right, let's go to a wide receiver. Wide receiver, I'm going to give you two of them. I play in a big boy fantasy league that has a lot of flex players. I actually picked up Greg Ward. I need him this week to put some stats together. I'm having him replace Kendrick Bourne. I think in a PPR format, Ward can be helpful for you. The other one I also like is Hunter Renfro of the Raiders. Those are two guys that are kind of under the radar. This week can help you out. Yep. Greg Ward of the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll get to that Sunday night matchup in a bit. Yeah, I I do. I like And Renfro uh, with some injuries there, and we'll get to the Vegas game hosting the Bills here in just a second. Yeah, you, you may be onto something there. Tight end for week four. Tight end. Last week I talked about the market correction for Allen Robinson. We have another market correction this week. Austin Hooper of the Browns. They take on the Cowboys later today on the fan with the pregame starting at 11.30. But the Cowboys are giving up touchdowns in consecutive weeks to opposing tight ends. The Browns spent a lot of money on Hooper. They need to get him more involved in the offense. This is the matchup I think they do so. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, Austin Hooper uh, owners are saying, man, come on. Well, you should have stayed in Atlanta for me. All right, IDP, your defense, and your kicker. Kicker Mason Crosby, the Packers, the Falcons' defense has allowed 36 points per game. Falcons are terrible. I think Green Bay runs all over them. Defense, the Rams, Daniel Jones is giving mood. He's turning the ball over quite a bit. Lack of weapons right now, I think he turns the ball over quite a bit today. IDP, Buck safety, Antoine Winfield Jr. Six or more total tackles in each game this season. Back-to-back games with a sack. He's their blitzing safety. I think they can fuse Justin Herbert and get after him. If he's anything like his dad, man, he was just a vulture. He was a ball hawk. He always just saw Winfield just scooping things up, tipping things. I mean, all right, I'm with you there. Adam, uh, we got a scoot here. We'll get to calls at the bottom of the hour. Nice job last week and crossing your fingers for this week. Thanks. We'll talk to you next week. There he is, Adam Burnett, his circle of trust for week four, joined us here on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you to an experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. Jaguars. Bengals. As much as I like Joe Burrow, I mean, the, the, the well, <laughs> the growing pains are there at times, too. Can put up some numbers. For, for sure. 
Uh, the wagering window, I'm going to involve uh, this game here in just a second. But uh, the Jags, I really like the matchup today for Jacksonville, so stick around for that. Uh, the uh, forecast has some rain for the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Bengals. Looks like cloudy skies with some rain in the forecast. High in the mid to upper 60s. Uh, relatively light winds, so I don't think that's going to play a big factor. Let's check injuries, Jags and Bengals. For the Jaguars, kicker Steven Hauschka is questionable with a knee injury. Don't get many uh, kicker injuries, although we'll have another one later. For the Bengals, running back Joe Mixon is questionable with a chest injury, but he's expected to go today. Giants. Rams. Uh, You know, I don't even know if I can call it a Cinderella season for the Los Angeles Rams. Maybe a darling season. I, I I don't know what what to call it. I, I've been I've been touting this team since week one. I think they're a lot better than people think, and I I wouldn't be afraid of laying a little money on the Rams long term. Never know. Crazy season. Uh, the weather's uh, weather's not going to be a factor. Giants are a little bit on the on the messy side. Who's going to carry the football in the backfield with Saquon gone? Gallman. Deion Lewis? Is it Devontae Freeman, who did actually get some work for those guys uh, a week ago? But, uh, yeah, L.A., you can just imagine what the uh, weather is in L.A. Light winds, uh, partly cloudy skies, and a high near 90. Let's check injuries. Yeah, so for the Giants, they're all good fantasy-wise if you can consider what they still have active uh, good for fantasy. And for the Rams, just running back Cam Akers. He's out with a rib injury. Bills. Raiders. Uh, this one is uh, pretty interesting, although the Bills, check out Josh Allen, 10 TDs, two on the ground, 12 total touchdowns, and, and is he taking that next step? It looks like. Now, be careful on Josh Allen. Take a look at the schedule. I'm not saying trade the dude. I'm just saying be careful. If you have an opportunity to maybe make a blockbuster, you could get high return on Josh Allen right now. He's got a brutal schedule, uh, let's see, for the next five games. All but the Jets game in the middle there. After this one, tough, tough matchups. He may come back down to earth a little bit. I wouldn't expect some of the output that he's been putting up. But nonetheless, still a viable start. There's no question. The uh, Las Vegas Raiders, uh, they play in a dome out there in Vegas, so weather's not an issue. But they're they're dinged up at the wide receiver spot. Josh Jacobs, they could lean heavily on him. If the game gets out of control, then Vegas is, is subjected to you know throwing the football, and I think Buffalo's D may have a chance to put up some big numbers. Let's check the injuries for this matchup. For the Bills, running back Zach Moss is questionable with a toe injury. And for the Raiders, like you said, the receivers are banged up. Henry Ruggs III is doubtful with a knee and hamstring injury. Two other lesser-known receivers are doubtful or out for the Raiders. They're also pretty banged up on defense, so it may be a day to sit Derek Carr and lean heavily on Josh Jacobs. Wagering window. All right, I do like Jacksonville against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, they will... The point total, I'm not sure, but I think uh, I think definitely the Jacksonville side of thing. I love Gardner Minshew today. You're playing da- daily fantasy. Uh, go ahead and grab him a little bit on on the cheap, and uh, you may come up large in, in that one. Also, I don't care what the spread is. I'm going the uh, L.A. Rams against the Giants, and they will cover, and they will cover by twice whatever the spread is. They'll blow them out. Uh, there's my two. You have anything, Evan? 
Well, if you think the Rams are going to cover by 26, that's uh, that's going to be interesting. But that, yeah, that game is going to be a blowout. I like the Seahawks minus five and a half at the Dolphins. The Seahawks, I mean, Russell Wilson has looked like the MVP so far this year. That team is so good, and that Dolphins team is not going to be able to stand up to him. I also like Bills minus three and a half at the Raiders. That mm-hmm. offense is cooking. I know you said be wary of Josh Allen, but that's my guy, and I'm going to follow him blindly and say the Bills are winning by a touchdown. Yeah, me too. I, I've got him in one, and he's my saving grace. A lot of injuries on that one team, but he's he's gotten me a couple of wins here, and that's that's big time. All right, we'll take a break. There has been a schedule change. Uh, one of the noon games switched to the late slot, the late window. We'll have that for you, the night games. And, again, we'll update you on whether or not the Chiefs and the Patriots are going to play. The news is good. We'll tell you when. And uh, what's going to happen with uh, Cam Newton? And, and in that situation, who do you start there? Uh, also, taking your calls in minutes, 414-799-1250. A half hour early today, 1130, we'll go into pregame. Browns and Dallas as the NFL plays here. It's Fantasy Football Weekly Week 4, served up by West Men Sausage Plus here on The Fan. Tim's been playing fantasy football since the 80s. Let's work on your lineup together at 414-799-1250 on Fantasy Football Weekly, right here on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Visit westbendsausageplus.com. Colts, Bears. Yeah, this game right here, the Indianapolis Colts take on the Chicago Bears has been moved to the 3 o'clock window because the Chiefs and the Patriot game was moved to the first window of Monday night, a 6.05 central kickoff. Patriots and Chiefs. So they did get it in. You know, it's like, um, do I think the NFL is going to make it through the season? NHL did. NBA did. And I know bubbles and bubbles and no bubbles. But Major League Baseball did too. The WNBA did. So at least stay positive with this stuff. Well, in a manner of speaking. Positive mindset. Um, because they're going to get the, that game in. Now, this game here, Colts, and uh, Colts are under the underachievers of the year, I think, thus far. Now, they've been dinged up with some injuries for sure. Um, you know, one of their main guns, wide receiver, one of their guys in the backfield, although Taylor pitching in quite nicely. And how about Nick Foles? When they made the move last week to bench Trubisky, it was a punt on the draft pick. It was. Now, they moved up to get Mitchell, Trubisky. And when you make this kind of move, and that's why they started with Trubisky to start the season as, as the main quarterback. Because they knew once they moved to Nick Foles, it was over. Now is Trubisky one of those guys, one of those Matt Flynn's, one of those Rosen's, one of those guys that just bounce around the league a little bit as a backup? Probably. He probably will. And, and, you know, hey, too too bad. you got to perform. You see what Nick Foles did. He stepped in and had a three-touchdown fourth-quarter comeback for a victory. Uh, pretty impressive, I must say. All right, uh, the weather in Chicago, uh, Colts and Bears, uh, about like here, a little bit breezy, maybe 10 mile an hour, 10, 12, but partly sunny skies and a high in the lower 50s. Injuries, Colts, Bears. For the Colts, just Michael Pittman. He remains out with a calf, the receiver. 
For the Bears, they have a couple of injuries on the defense's ends, such as Khalil Mack being questionable with a knee, but other than that, they're good to go for fantasy. Eagles, 49ers. I, really? I like the Eagles in this one, Tim? Are you crazy? Eagles sit there at 0-2-1. They had the tie, by the way. There should never be a tie in any professional sports league ever. Anywhere, for any matchup, any time. I don't care if it's soccer, hockey, football, anything. No ties. We need a winner. That's why we watch. For the entertainment value. Tweak the system to make sure you get a winner every day. But they do have the tie. I digress. That's that's for another show. Maybe uh, I'm filling in for Bart next Friday. Maybe we'll talk about that. Uh, but nonetheless, I do kind of like the Eagles in this one. This is one of those games where you're like, um, this is, I'm going to go the other way on this. It's a, simply a gut feeling. They're decimated in their wide receiver core, the Eagles. Although Miles Sanders is quite the running back, that's for sure. Tight end Ertz is always going to be there. Other side of the ball, uh, having some injury issues themselves, they're without their main quarterback. They're without their main running back. They're without a receiver or two. This could get a little bit messy. I don't think you're going to see real impressive football for Sunday night football. It's the Eagles in San Francisco. Uh, Not a lot of wins, which is rare in San Francisco or Santa Clara, as they say. But partly cloudy skies, a high will drop down at night down into the, uh, well, upper 40s, lower 50s. But not too bad for football weather. Injuries, Eagles, and Niners Sunday night matchup. For the Eagles, wide receiver Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey, they're both out with leg injuries. Dallas Goddard, the tight end, was placed on IR. So today looks like a good day for Zach Ertz owners, not necessarily Carson Wentz owners. Uh, And for the 49ers, a whole slew of inactives. Like you said, quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is out. Raheem Mostert, the running back, is out. Backup tight end Jordan Reed is out. Multiple guys on defense like Nick Bosa and D. Ford. The good news, though, is George Kittle has no injury designation. He is officially back from a knee injury. Patriots. Chiefs. And who's going to play quarterback then for the uh, for the New England Patriots? I would assume Stedham? probably Hoyer, but who knows? Hoyer, Stedham? I mean, who knows? Yeah. So we'll find out. They're going to face the Chiefs through this. You know, Cam, or as Gruden would say, Slam Newton, um, at just having a nice introduction to Belichick in that offense. I mean, that's quite impressive. For Cam Newton, what he's been doing thus far. They were just about ready to unleash him to throw the ball down the field a little bit more. Just easing his way into that. Now on the other side, hey, Belichick, you better step your defense up because you got to go against one of the best, and that is uh, the offense of the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. I haven't checked the forecast for Monday night in Kansas City, so maybe we'll get to that in the next hour. We will take your calls here uh, in minutes, 799-1250. Taking your calls early. I know you've got some questions, but the good news here as we are on this game, it is the uh, Patriots and Kansas City Chiefs. They will play football. It's tomorrow night, 2 on Monday night, 6.05 Central. We'll kick off the Chiefs and the uh, Patriots, and then the Packer-Falcon game will be bumped uh, about a half hour, 7.50, so a little before 8 for the kickoff. Going to be a late night of Packers Monday Night Football. Let's check the injuries, Chiefs, and Pats. So for the Patriots, the biggest news is obviously Cam Newton is out after testing positive for COVID-19. Wide receiver Julio Edel- or not Julio, Julian Edelman, excuse me, he's questionable with a knee injury, and running back Sony Michelle is questionable with a quad. For the Chiefs, they're all good heading into Monday night. 
Falcons, Packers. All right, we finally get to these, uh, this uh, Monday night matchup, and the, the Packers decimated. Uh, by the way, the weather forecast, not not bad. Partly cloudy skies, gonna little, get, get a little cold, but nothing major. Not like tonight or last night, uh, as the um, upper Midwest here is going to warm up a little bit uh, starting tomorrow. So not too bad there, but uh, the, the wide receiver situation for Green Bay, it's been discussed all week long here on The Fan for sure. With Lazard going down and out, what do they do? Now, don't sleep on the uh, Atlanta Falcons offense. They can put it up. This is a, this is a bigger test. I, in my estimation, it's a bigger test for Green Bay's defense than it is for Rodgers in the passing game. It seriously is. Now, if they can put a clamp down on the Falcons offense, that's going to go a long way. And another uh, Packers victory to go to 4-0. Let's check the injuries. Is Devontae going to play? So for the Falcons, we'll start out with them. Wide receivers Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley are questionable with leg injuries. Um, It it looks like both of them are going to give it a try. We don't know until tomorrow whether they're going to play, so plan accordingly for your lineup. Vastly underrated kicker Youngway Koo is out with a groin injury. For the Packers, wide receiver Devontae Adams is questionable with a hamstring injury. He'll be a game-time decision. I think he goes. It depends on how hurt he is. I don't want him to play if he's hurt. Uh, Alan Lazard, he's out with a core surgery. He'll be out four to six weeks. Tight end Mercedes Lewis is doubtful with a knee injury. They're quite banged up on defense with Jair Alexander, Kenny Clark, Rashawn Gary, Zadarius Smith, all questionable, and Christian Kirksey is out. So this could be a closer game than people think. Wagering window. I wouldn't touch this game at all. I I would not touch that that Green Bay game. I know I know we want Green Bay to win. I get it. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch it. I would go all over the Chiefs again. I don't care what the spread is. Belichick gets uh, just gets a little uh, come down to earth kind of game. I'm going with the Chiefs, and uh, you know, in fact, I think just for for some giggle money here on Monday Night Football, I'm going to go under in that one. So I I don't know where to stand on these. Just like you, I think the Eagles will probably cover the seven that the oh, Niners that's right. are giving them. I do them. like the Eagles. That's right. Yeah, that game, I, it's not going to be a very good game, though. I'm not expecting it to be as entertaining as it should have been on paper heading into the season. Chiefs minus seven, I think I agree with you there. No Cam Newton, they, and he was ruled out, ruled out Friday, so mm-hmm. they haven't had time to practice that much. And I think that the Falcons are going to cover the seven points that the Packers are giving. I think the Packers are still going to win, but it's going to be a field goal, not a touchdown. All right, very good. There's your full slate of games thus far, week four in the NFL, and uh, schedule change for the Tennessee Titans and Pittsburgh Steelers. Please don't start your Steelers and Titans. They're not playing uh, that game rescheduled to the 26. But everybody else is in play, including the Chiefs and Patriots. As you know, 414-799-1250. A ton of questions. We've got them. I know you've got them. You might need just a little bump. Just a little kick in the tail, just to make the right decision. Ultimately, it's yours. Let's talk through it. If you've got a question, how about Robert Tanyan? Is that a good waiver wire acquisition? And we'll talk about that coming up. And if you, again, have questions, you can email live at 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, we'll start taking our calls early today as the NFL is playing here. Pre-game Browns in Dallas. We'll have that game call for you at noon. It's Fantasy Football Weekly, week four in the NFL, week four in your fantasy football matchup. We are served up by West Bend Sausage Plus right here on The Fan. 
Hey, fantasy football fans. Kickoff is coming, and we're getting you ready. And it will be pure fantasy football nirvana. Get the latest injuries, expert opinion, weather at the outdoor stadiums, and more. God bless fantasy football. Get your lineups in with confidence. Tim Allen and company helps you win. Fantasy Football Weekly, served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Get ready for game day with the freshest homemade meats, a variety of tasty brats, the finest quality steaks, and more. WestBendSausagePlus.com. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Yeah, congratulations if you're 3-0 and through the three weeks of fantasy football this year. If you're 0-3, uh, you're not out of it yet. Don't worry about it. You can get on a run. That's what, that's what we're going to help you do. Um, luckily, that has not been the case for me in six leagues, although there's three of them that are one and two, so half my leagues. I need to start stepping things up a little bit. Uh, the big news this morning, the Chiefs and Patriots will play football here in week four. It will not be today. It won't be in the 3 o'clock window. It'll be in the 6 o'clock window tomorrow, the early game. Two Monday night football games, as you know, Green Bay uh, is uh, is going to take on the Atlanta Falcons. But uh, there will be an early game, 6.05. Green Bay will kick off at 7.50. So in uh, instead of the late window having only two games, there are three games as the Indianapolis Colts take on the Bears in that 3 o'clock window. For those that set your lineups, uh, like me a little bit, based on when these games are. And I know that sounds a little funky. It does. But I love having players in the hole. I just do. Once in a while, it burns you. It does. Over the years, we've had this discussion. But nonetheless, um, we're going to help you get a lineup in that's going to compete. We'll talk through these things with you. I mean, I've changed my mind a million times. You can change your mind, too. Usually, the first first call to action is usually the better choice. Keep that in mind as well. 414-799-1250. Let's lead things off with our friend Tim in Tosa. Timmy, what's going on? All right, Tim. When I drafted 12th in this league and I came away with Mixon and Nick Chubb, I thought I won the lottery. Uh, man, and now the Mixon. I'm one and, wow. Now I'm 1-2. and two. I'm getting killed with Joe Mixon. So, they're playing Jacksonville. I feel like I should give them one more try, but I can go with Joe Mixon, Devin Singletary, if I move him into the wide receiver spot, and then I can play Beckham or Justin Jefferson. So, if I'm keeping Mixon, I really just need one. Yeah, if if you are. Who's the other running? But you have Chubb, right? So he's in. I have Chubb, and I yeah. could move Singletary to where Mixon is, and then I could play Beckham or Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I think I would go with the Beckham with that Dallas D. And leave, leave and, Mixon in there? Nah, see, I, I'm a slight lean toward Devin Singletary. He's sort of in the same boat that Mixon is in. In, in, in that we've expected more. And I'm not saying Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Zeke-type numbers. But we did expect more out of both Joe Mixon and Devin Singletary, did we not? Yeah, when I saw Singletary rip off a couple late runs last week, I, I like him. you. I thought it, of you. No, I, yeah, no, I like Singletary, too, and I like Mixon, too. I've got, Like I said, I've got him in three leagues. The chest injury... Um, they are facing the Jags. Oh boy, 
I would go with the healthier of the two in this case. I got to go with Singletary. And then put in Beckham in that flex? Yep, yep. And Beckham should have a decent day today. I mean, honestly, that, that Dallas D, as you know, is a sieve. They're horrible. All right, will do, my friend. All right, Timmy, take it easy. Uh, 414-799-1250, Fantasy Football Weekly, served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. To Waukesha, we say good morning. To Rob, Rob, you're on the fan. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call again. Sure. I'm in the same position kind of as the last guy and you. I have I need two of these four in a flex. Uh, Mixon, Singletary, David Montgomery, or Jarvis Landry? Um, and it's PPR, so it's just two of the four. I, I think you do have a little change of play with Montgomery. I think since Foles is in, not only for Robinson and Miller and the, and the passing game, but I think it elevates the stock of David Montgomery. I do. And and so I'm going to go with Montgomery and Singletary here. Again, I just – the chest injury for Mixon, it did pop up late out of nowhere. They had to have known his, that he got beat on with a core injury. And it may just take one pop and you're out. I, I, I don't think I can gamble on that. So you've got some viable options there. I'd go with Montgomery and Singletary. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. You got it, Rob. 799-1250. As uh, we do have some actives and inactives every, uh, every Sunday at 1030 Central. Uh, by rule, each team has to go active or inactive. What do you have, Evan? So far, Kareem Hunt, he is active. Joe Mixon, the guy that we just talked about, he is active. DeAndre Hopkins is active. Christian Kirk is also active. Chris Carson, active. Carlos Hyde, his backup, is inactive. Okay, so we do have good news all across the board there. So these, these you know, if, if, if this follows suit, we're probably going to get some questions on uh, Devontae Adams. If it follows suit, then everyone's sly like a fox here with their injury report. And so I would say that he's he's going to play. 414-799-1250. We have uh, less than an hour in the show. As uh, you're just tuning in, you're setting your lineups, want to want to know what's going on. Uh, we're out of here with Fantasy Football Weekly at 1130 today, moving aside for pregame as the NFL is playing here, Browns and Dallas Cowboys. If you're out running around or throwing a football around, you got that. Just throw on the fan, and you'll hear that game call. Let's go to Tom. Tom, you're next on Fantasy Football Weekly. Yeah, good morning, Franchise and Evan. Is it okay, Tim, with all the uncertainty if I ask some quick questions? Go ahead. Okay, quarterback Jared Goff or Josh Allen? Not Non-PPR. Yeah, it's it's tough to sit uh, Josh Allen with what he's doing. Plus, the matchup is decent. I mean, he he should have another decent game. You're looking at a guy that you know is throwing for more yards than he ever has thrown for. He's rushed for 19 touchdowns in his career, more than any other quarterback since that time. 19 TDs on the ground this year alone. He's thrown for 10 through the three games and rushed two in. You got to stay with that freight train for now. Okay. And non-CPR, um, looking for two of these four wide receivers. I've got Stephen Diggs, D.K. Metcalf, Keandre Hopkins, and Calvin Ridley, two of those four. Ooh, yeah. I wouldn't that's... be asking them for the question mark. Yeah, no, that, that stuff. D.K. Metcalf, you got to play. Um, he may be the next biggest wide receiver stud in the NFL. 
Uh, I mean, he just might be. I mean, he's got to clear up a few things, like waltzing into the end zone without being in the end zone before you celebrate. Okay, make sure you get in the end zone, DK. Uh, so he's in for sure. Now you, the other choices, uh, run them by me again. DeAndre Hopkins, sure. and who are the other two? I've got Stephen Diggs, Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, and Kelvin Ridley. Yeah. I still got to go with the bigger name. He is active. It's a nice matchup. It's it's uh, the Cardinals taking on the Panthers. I'm, I'm going DeAndre Hopkins, although that Ridley thing does scare me. He may, again, much the same as uh, DK Metcalf, may be the next stud in the NFL at the wide receiver position. Got to kind of like him, too. There's a little banged-up secondary for the Green Bay Packers. There's banged-up defensively, period. Um... You know what? Let's let's try and gamble. Let's go with the night game. Let's go with the Monday night. You're always going to have Calvin Ridley if you're within that 15, 18 point sort of area at worst. You're still in that game if Ridley has a big game, but you got to root against your Packers then. Okay, thank you. All right, you yeah, you got it. The ankle injury to Hopkins. Uh, he was going to give it a go. Did not practice for a couple of days late this week. So he was going to test it, give it a go. He is active, but, man, again, uh, Ridley, I'm not even sure. Evan, do you know what the injury was on Ridley? It doesn't come to mind off the top of my head. But an ankle, you know, one cut for DeAndre Hopkins, and, and he could be lost for the game. So Yeah, it's it, it said he, it was a leg injury. I want to say it was a knee because I think – or was Julio dealing with a knee or a, uh, an ankle? Yeah, I think it was the ankle with one of them. I'm hoping it's not a hamstring for Ridley. And and if it is, Tom, if it's a hamstring injury for Ridley, then go back to, to Hopkins. All right, so to keep your eyes on the injury report. 799-1250 as uh, it's week four in the NFL. Let's go to Gary. Uh, you are next Hello. on Fantasy Football Weekly. What's up, man? Hey, Tim, how you doing? More hey, important how you are. I uh, have a question for you, a flex spot. So um, when we had our draft, I thought T.Y. Hilton was going to be the next Keenan Allen in Indianapolis for Rivers. Yep. So I drafted him relatively high. So I'm looking for a flex spot, PPR. T.Y. Hilton, Sam, uh, Tebow Samuel, who's just coming back off an injury, or Majeki, the tight end for Miami. The only problem there is I also have Devontae Parker playing. I'm not real big on two guys from one team playing at the same time. No, but I still think you go with Jacecki. I do. I, I do. And and that's okay. I, I, Fitzpatrick is doing a fine job in Miami. And they're going to, hey, they're probably going to be playing from behind most of the game. I don't know. Fitzmagic, he does his thing. I mean, stranger things have happened, but I like Jacecki right there. I really do. All right. Thank you. All right. You got it. Yeah. He is uh, quickly becoming one of the better tight ends in the league. He really is. Now, we'll see what happens when Tua gets in there. If that's going to remain good chemistry, I'm not sure. But he's having a fine season. Had a, had a big game last week. And, and again, second-half points for Jacecki. I think that's where this lies. 414-799-1250. You need to get in a little bit quicker here this week as we are out at 1130. There's Evan Heffelfinger. Yes. You're shaking your head. No, yes. That's his name. My name is Tim Allen. We've been doing this for 14 years, hanging out and getting your fantasy football roster and your lineup ready. Yeah, we'll talk more after the break here on The Fan. 
Tim takes your calls now at 414-799-1250. Fantasy Football Weekly on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Visit westbendsausageplus.com. Yeah, it is uh, NFL time. It's week four in the NFL, week four in your fantasy football championship season. Yeah, you can still hold on. Even if you're 0-3, you can still say that. It's all right. We're served up by West Bend Sausage Plus and... You know, if MLB is any indication of getting through the season, um, that's 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 a good sign for the NFL. It really is, despite uh, the COVID positives with the Tennessee Titans and then with Cam Newton, although that Patriot-Chiefs game is a go. It's just not today. It's going to be tomorrow at 6.05. Uh, so keep that in mind when setting your lineup. 799-1250. We are out of here a uh, little over a half hour from right now, 11.30, so we got to cut it short. If you're just rolling your butt out of bed and hungover, or running around or waking and baking, doing whatever you do, um, we were on at 9.30, getting you all ready for this. So when there's games that, uh, that kick off at noon here on The Fan, the pregame hits at 11.30. We'll be on at 9.30 on those days. We'll do our best to keep you updated on that. Let's get back to you guys and talk you through a starting lineup to Pleasant Prairie. We say good morning to Gabe. Gabe, you're on the fan. Hey, good morning, guys. How you guys doing? Well, man, pretty good. Pretty good. All right. I need two out of the three. It's a PPR. Uh, MVS, Hunter from the Raiders, or Edelman? Two of the three? Yes, oh, sir. boy. Yeah I, I, yeah, I see. You know, I love the Monday night play. I love the ride receiver situation being forced to elevate the stock of M- MVS. So I'm going to go with MVS and Julian Edelman. Um, I, I just think maybe the, you know, the, 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 the history of Edelman and, and a huge game. They're going to be playing probably a shootout, a shootout type atmosphere with the uh, Patriots and Chiefs. So, Let's go with MVS and Edelman for you. All right. Thank you. 799-1250. Uh, Silas in Elm Grove, you're next here on The Fan. Good morning. Wondering, morning. Uh, Singletary, Drake, or uh, David Johnson at Houston? I need two of those three in a zero You need two. PPR. Singletary, Drake, and David Johnson. Mm-mm-mm. Zero PPR. Oh, boy. David Johnson's at least keeping it honest a little bit, getting in the end zone a time or two. Drake's been somewhat of a disappointment here, honestly. Um, yeah, but I still got to go with those two. Those two were, were hired draft picks. So Drake and Johnson, I think, were, were elevated above Singletary, I would think. Is that right? Yeah, I... And then, would you start Mahomes or Hill if uh, you got zero points if they don't play this week? No, they're going to play. Yeah, they, okay. that game is scheduled now for tomorrow night at 6.05 Central Time. They will play. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. All right. You got it. See, you get the information right here. Just tune in. You get NFL information. You get fantasy information. That's that's what happens. 799-1250 as uh, we're getting you ready for a kickoff week four in the NFL, week four in your fantasy matchup. 
We're going to be out of here at 11.30, so if we can help you out, you can hit us up on Twitter as well. A lot of people uh, will will say that, you know, I'd rather just do it on Twitter and just listen to see, well, you take that chance if we don't get to all of them. But let's get to some right now as we're uh, approaching the uh, top of the hour break, Evan. This one's from Adam. He says, Flex, PPR, Terry McLaurin, or Evan Engram? I've got McLaurin in a daily, so that's where I sit. I'm going McLaurin. They'll be playing from behind, and you'll probably get some chump points, garbage points late. The one thing that worries me is he's a little bit banged up, although he he is is expected to go today. Yeah, he is going to go. This one's from GoPackGo. Deciding which two to play, Terry McLaurin, DJ Chark, or Joe Mixon, a half-point PPR. I do like Jacksonville's offense today, believe it or not. I like Minshew a lot. And that being said, so DJ Chark has one of those two touchdown games. That's the one. DJ Chark, and who is the who's the last one in that equation? It was McLaurin, Chark, and Joe Mixon. Yeah, I got to go with Mixon um, and Chark. 799-1250. As uh, we've got the NFL playing here. At noon, it's kickoff, uh, Dallas and, and Cleveland. But we've got the uh, pregame show for you at 11.30. And there will be days like this that we do get on the air with this show, Fantasy Football Weekly, uh, at 9.30. So we get in all our full rundown of games and injury reports and the whole nine yards. If you're wondering actives and inactives, of, you know you have not heard yet, we'll run through that for you after this break. And that way, if you're just tuning in, you can say, hey, well, this guy's going to play, and you can get him in there. Most times, I think most times you already have made the right choice in in your dilemma. Other times we may uh, persuade you to go another direction, and other times you may persuade me to go into a, a different direction. So another programming note here on The Fan. we got a football Monday coming up uh, uh, tomorrow uh, Bart Winkler and Bill Michaels and the Wendy's Big Show going to get you ready for Packers Monday Night Football. That kickoff has changed the game time. I know it's going to be a late one for you. I've always wondered how much beer is consumed in this state on a Packers night game. Probably a lot tomorrow. 10 to 8 is the kickoff as um, they were pushed back about a half hour. So keep that in mind. Tuesday, however, in in my world, we're still uh, the best brewers coverage here. We've got the 2020 year-end Wrap-up show. It's the retrospective, 6 o'clock on Tuesday. You forgot half the things that happened in this shortened season with the Milwaukee Brewers. We'll get you all up to speed with that on Tuesday at 6 o'clock. We'll take our break here and uh, come back, 799-1250, setting your lineups for Week 4 in the NFL, Week 4 in your fantasy matchup, Fantasy Football Weekly, served up by West Bend Sausage Plus here on The Fan. I'm just saying that if... I had a fantasy football team, truly my fantasy. It would be made up of strippers and unicorns. (laughs) For 14 years, we've been together each Sunday morning. It's Fantasy Football Weekly on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Visit westbendsausageplus.com. All right, welcome back. It's week four in the NFL, week four in your fantasy football matchup. You need a victory. And, and now more than ever is a, uh, 
is a year in which you've got to you've got to do your tr- transactions. You've got to check out the waivers. I mean, we're dealing with all these injuries. We're dealing with postponements, makeup games, reschedule games, COVID stuff, and players going down, then quarantine, etc. So you know you know how the drill goes. We're also not even dealing with the bye weeks yet. I mean, you throw that into this mix, it's even more important to get on and take a look around. Take a look around at, uh, at a Tony Pollard, for example. Zeke Elliott's backup. Take a look around at the Carlos Hydes of the world, especially if they're just dinged up and will not go in a given week and someone drops them. Go ahead and get them if there's room. And again, we're not, we're not even dealing with the bye weeks yet. Guys, you got to do it. I mean, successful uh, fantasy football players will know that the team you draft is not the team that's going to win the Super Bowl for you. It's going to be the moves you make coupled with the team you drafted. I just, I was years ago. I I would, uh, I know uh, Sparky and I have been playing fantasy football. I'm not sure if he does anymore, but uh, Sparky and I have been playing fantasy football for a million years. And I've always said that if it were a team that um, there were no transactions throughout the whole year, the team you draft, the players you draft, are the only ones you get for the entire year, I would do quite well at. So that's a good foundation to have. However, that those have changed now. The two-headed monster changed those things. Certainly the injuries are going to change those things on a given year. And if you're sitting there 0-3 and you're looking up at the uh, points four and he said man i have the third highest points in this league yet why am i owing three hey that's the way the schedule is it, it can be your friend it could be your worst nightmare the schedule no question Seven nine nine twelve fifty. if you've got a dilemma here then i i certainly do evan does all right let's go to uh mason my man mason you're on fantasy Hi. football weekly again how are you buddy i i'm good how are you all right, so, dude, you've been calling this show for how many years now? Uh, two or three. Two or three? Yeah. Yeah, like 10 or 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you got uh, for us? All right, so I have two questions. Should I start Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes? Are you kidding? Well, I'm just worried that the Kansas City Chiefs aren't going to play. Okay. See how, uh, see how, and this is a, a message to radio broadcasters as a whole, as well as the audience. The audience, you guys tune in when you want. I, you know, we do our best to say, hey, we're on at this time, and we're on at this time, and we're on at this time. Okay, fair enough. You guys are busy. You can't listen all day long. It's a message to broadcasters, too. They don't listen. You guys don't listen all day, every minute of the day, every minute of every show. You don't. So, Mason, you must have just tuned in because I've been hammering this home. And yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't mind. Chiefs and Patriots are going to play football tomorrow at 6.05. That's okay. first of two Monday night games. So no worries there. You've okay. got Mahomes in, no problems. You're going to get a victory with, with Pat Mahomes. All right, and then I, ha- I have to start either Miles Gaskin or Ronald Jones. Ooh, Yeah. With Fournette out, I'm going Ronald Jones in that one. Okay, thank you. All right, good good, good luck, Mason. See how that is, Evan? <laughs> they teach us to reset, reset, reset. <laughs> yeah, well, 
Yeah, I don't even know. I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm not. Maybe in a future podcast I can express my views of uh, the radio broadcasting industry. That's going to be a good book to write. I can tell you that right now. Can I be your ghostwriter, please? Would Would you want to Would you want to buy my book if I wrote a book on the broadcast industry? I would be first in line to buy that book, Tim. <laughs> Seriously? Absolutely. I would and, pre-order it. I would buy the extended edition book. I would go I would, for the the, okay. the signature. I would be first in line for you. I would pull no punches. I would name names, companies, uh, administrative people, bosses. As long it as you don't throw me under the bus, I am there for well, it. Well, no, it wouldn't all be bad. That's what I was about to say. It wouldn't all be bad. I, shoot, I've been doing this you know, 33 years. It's Obviously, there's some redeeming qualities to this career, for sure. But there's also just some head shaking. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's crazy. It, it really is. But, yeah, so maybe I'll, maybe I'll think about that. 799-1250, uh, Fantasy Football Weekly, Week 4 in the NFL, Week 4 in your Fantasy Football matchup, served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. We'll go to Mike. You are next on The Fan. Hey, guys, how you doing? More important, how you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Good. So I got, yeah. a, I got a dilemma. I'm 3-0 and in a PPR league. And I have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and I've been starting both of them, and I've put Hunt in my flex, and it's been working for me, but I know he's a little dinged up. And I also have Michael Gallup, and I have a three, mm. I can start three wide receivers, but I also have MVS. So I'm wondering if I take Hunt out of the equation and put MVS in the flex, or if I keep Hunt in the flex and switch out Gallup with and, MVS, because everything and is MBS, fluid. Yeah. No, I, I get your dilemma here. I, I definitely do. I'm not afraid to start two backs in the same backfield these days. Now, if you'd asked me you know, 10 or 12 or 13, 15 years ago, no chance would I have done that. Well, now these mm-hmm. days, I mean, you, you just said it, Chubb and Hunt, these guys are viable starters. You could make the argument that they both are an RB1 situation. So, um. I, I would stay with that, and I would stay with Gallup as well. The MBS thing, I mean, although it does elevate his stock uh, without uh, Lazard in there, potentially without Adams. Um, see, that's the thing there. If Devontae doesn't go, whoa, MBS yeah, is exactly. probably one of your one of your main guys. Probably going to catch six or seven balls for uh, you know eighty to a hundred yards and a touchdown. I would think. No, I agree. And we do also get uh, five bonus points for any touchdown over 40 yards, which makes Gallup a little bit more desirable in a situation yeah. like that. And MVS, he hits a homer too yeah. uh, when when he does. But I would stay with Gallup, and I would go with the two-headed monster. I still think you're going to get – you're going to do some damage with those two running backs. Uh, so great. is that what you were leaning toward, Gallup and the, and the two-headed monster? I w- yeah, because it's it's worked for me for the most part. Um, the Gallup situation, he's been kind of iffy this year. He had yeah. one good game, and then he had that blown uh, pass interference in game one. Yeah, but I've been kind of switching guys out at that wide receiver three position all the, all all year. Trying yeah, to out exactly you know what works. I mean, I wouldn't mess with the running backs. I mean, if you want to decide then to go to MVS instead of Gallup, I could understand that. Mm-hmm. I definitely would understand that, and and maybe that's a, you know. It's, it would be a double win for you, your Packers and MVS. And he goes yeah, crazy. I always, 
I, I always try to stick with a, uh, a pass-catching running back as my flex, as it always works for me in the past. And Kareem Hunt's been a goldmine for me. Well, it's it well just, thought it out. Stinks. With him being dinged up and everything, it just it presents a big, a little bit of a problem. Uh, a little bit. Um, I think this week I've seen it more than ever. The, well, maybe not more than ever, but more than ever this year, thus far this year. I, I think these teams are starting to lay in the weeds with their with their injury reports. I do. Uh, I think oh, they're now starting. Belichick. Yeah, yeah, they're doing the old uh, old school Belichick stuff where yeah. everybody's listed. I mean, Jimmy Johnson started that thing years ago. We're just going to list everybody. Well, now they've put some guidelines on that, but the, you can still manipulate that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good luck. Flip that Great, coin on MVS or Gallup. You you got it. Now there's a dude right there, Evan. He's 3-0, and and he's still in a dilemma. That's how you win in fantasy football. Don't stop. The plug-and-play lineups like I used to have in 1991, <laughs> that doesn't fly anymore. I wish it did. I wish it did. It's time-consuming, but uh, it's rewarding for sure. 414-799-1250 is Fantasy Football Weekly. Served up by West Bend Sausage Plus as we are out at 11.30. If you're just tuning in right now, uh, again, a reminder that the Chiefs and Patriots game has been rescheduled for tomorrow at 6.05. I scared you a little bit there. Patrick Mahomes' owners are going, no. No, they're going to play. That's game one of a Monday night doubleheader. How about that with the Green Bay Packers and Atlanta Falcons going at 7.50? Let's go to Chris. Chris, you're on Fantasy Football Weekly. What's your question? Um, I got uh, Julian Edelman as a flex, um, Devontae Freeman, or Rex Burkhead, half-point PPR. Edelman, Freeman, and Burkhead. And Burkhead coming off of you-know-what. Um, I still want the Edelman in there. I do. Devontae, I, I can't trust. I think he was in there 14 plays or 12 plays or something like that. They will increase his workload with the Giants. They're going to be behind, although he does stay in in passing situations or at least did in Atlanta for the most part. But I'm going to go with Edelman on that, all right? Feel good. Thank you. Yeah, they're, I think they're playing from behind. Chiefs, just they're just they're just amazing. Before the break here, let's get in. Uh, Pete, Pete, you're next on Fantasy Football Weekly. Yeah, I'm debating whether I go with C.D. Lamb or Sammy Watkins. That is a great question. That is a good one. Mm-mm-mm. There's a I lot of C. weaponry. Lamb in right now. Who do you have? You have C.D. Lamb in? Yeah, I have him in right now, but I've been really debating. No, I, I get you, and that's, that's where I was hedging towards C.D. Lamb, and I was about to say that there's a lot of weaponry in Kansas City. You just don't know who's going to have the high-ceiling day. I mean, it could be Kelsey. It could be Tyreek Hill, Demarcus Robin. Who knows? Maybe Edward Solaire could vulture a bunch of touchdowns through, the, uh, through the, the passing game or from the passing game. So, yeah, let's go C.D. Lamb. He's, you know what? He is so due for, like, his his breakout introduction into the NFL. I mean, for crying out loud, Cedric Wilson got in the end zone twice last week for Dallas. CeeDee Lamb's blow-up game is coming. I can't guarantee it's going to be this week, but it's coming soon. All right, thanks, Jim. All right, you got it. 799-1250. 
Uh, minutes left here uh, because we are out at 11.30. So uh, you're on your own after 11.30 because we've got uh, the NFL playing here on the fan. It's Cleveland against Dallas uh, pregame again at 11.30, game call at noon. Now let's uh, knock down some social media, Evan Heffelfinger. This is from Michael on Twitter. says, hey, Evan and Tim, need some advice. Two out of the four PPR, Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, or Mike Davis? Jacobs and Davis. Davis has been holding his own as a viable option to start. He's been, uh, especially PPR. I think, uh, you, I think I would go Chris Carson over Mike Davis. Just something about that that Seahawks offense. His backup running back in Carlos Hyde isn't going to be there. Is hurt. I like Chris Carson and Josh Jacobs out of those two. Well, I like Jacobs. I like the workload he gets every week. All right, I'm going to trust you on this one then. Uh, you shouldn't. Uh, PG3 <laughs> on Twitter says, Randall Cobb or Devontae Adams? And yes, this is a serious question. Uh, no, it is. And I know it is because of the dreaded Monday night game time decision. That kills you. It does. I still roll the dice. What are you out, though? What are you out? Seven points? Four points? Six points? With Randall Cobb? It just hasn't been the same Houston offense. It just it just has not been that same Houston offense down there without uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I think that's a, I think it's a good gamble, to, and I personally believe Devontae Adams plays. There's there's the bonus on that one. This one from Mark, who emailed the show live at 1057fmthefan.com. Who do I pick up and start because Patrick Mahomes is not playing? See, there we go again. Here we go. There, there it is. There it is. No, he is playing. No worries there. Plug, play, Patrick, and win. Uh, must be nice to have Patrick Mahomes in your lineup, right? You're rolling with him. It's Fantasy Football Weekly, served up by West Men Sausage Plus. Week four in the NFL. I told you it flies by every year here. We're tired. The weather starts changing, and I cannot believe it's week four already. Well, it is, and it's week four in your fantasy football championship season. It's Evan Heffelfinger, Tim Allen. Minutes left. We'll get you to pregame Dallas and Cleveland, and we'll squeeze in as much as we can and uh, update you on the inactives, I promise, and actives next here on The Fan. Making money the easy way. It's Fantasy Football Weekly on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Visit westbendsausageplus.com. Welcome back. Final nine and change minutes left here in Fantasy Football Weekly. Served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Okay, so... Mark uh, did email back uh, at live at 1057fmthefan.com and said, thank you. I did not know that. He was referring to um, the uh, Chiefs game being rescheduled for tomorrow. He also went on to write, I would be second in line if you wrote the book. Now, if you're just missing it, I was uh, sort of... My buddy Billy got me... um, a couple of years ago, he got me thinking about writing a book, uh, an expose about you know my time in radio and my my time covering brewers and then the funny stories within this industry. So uh, Mark says he'd be second in line after you, Evan, to buy the book. Okay, that'd be well, awesome. I'd get to I'd finally meet it. the Mark super fan of the fan. 
You finally get to meet the Tim of the Tim, I that, think, in that book. That's true. I'm No, I'm not that bad. All right, let's get to you guys. It's week four in the NFL. It's uh, Fantasy Football Weekly served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Who do we have here? Mike? I believe so. Mike, you're on the fan. What's going on? All right, I got, um, I guess this is a flex, a flex question. A.J. Green, Debo Samuel, or C.D. Lamb? And I, already, I do have Beckham and Cooper as my wideout, too, so I don't know if I should keep those guys locked in as the wideout. Okay, so run them by me again. A.J. Green, C.D. Lamb, Debo Samuel, OBJ, and, and Cooper. And I need three out of those. Yeah, let's go with Odell Beckham Jr. I think that Dallas defense is going to give up probably three Baker Mayfield touchdowns. Does that sound about fair? That's what I was thinking. I was, yeah, and I was thinking him and Cooper, but, I, but I, my real question was A.J. Green or Debo. That was kind of what I was struggling with. Debo, isn't he on IR here? Oh, he's, are, he's playing this week. Uh, yeah, I th- Evan, can you check that? We want to check that out because I thought that's what I heard. He was going to be back active here. I'll yeah. take so a look. we'll 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 check it out. If that's the case, then then go with him. Wait, okay. All right. I, I, well, you know what? On second thought, you still have Cooper, Amari Cooper, in that lineup. Yeah. Oh, boy, and CeeDee Lamb, that pops up in A.J. Green. Yeah, I, I do like Lamb over Green, though. I will say that. So let's go with the two Dallas wideouts. That's a, hey, that's a heavy, heavy-hitting Dallas offense, so I, I wouldn't mind having two wide receivers in that lineup. So uh, after instead of Debo and Green, CeeDee Lamb in there? Ted? Yeah, I would go CeeDee Lamb in there over A.J. Green for okay. sure. But Odell Beckham right. Jr., uh, that's a slam dunk. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right, you got it. And Samuel is off the IR. He is uh, going to be active today. Speaking of which, before we get to Alex, let's let's get in the actives and inactives, if you didn't hear them about an hour ago. Yeah, so it looks like DeAndre Hopkins will be active. Uh, Chris Carson will be active. Uh, sorry, let me pull up my list one more time. Uh, Carlos Hyde, his backup, is inactive. We're going to... I, I said to rule with him, who knows if anyone actually listens to me. Um, Christian Kirk is active. Joe Mixon is active, as if as is Kareem Hunt. All right, so Hunt and Mixon, those running back question marks there, they're both going to be active. Now, it depends who you have to start in, instead of them, uh, in case you don't want to risk a one-hit injury and in losing them. Now let's go to Alex. Alex, you're on the fan. Good morning. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Uh, trying to fill my third wide receiver spot here. Trying to decide between Greg Ward of Philly or, like, the last caller. I got Debo coming back from the IR, so trying to decide between those two. It appears that Ward has a little bit of chemistry with Wentz. It, it just appears that way for me, and I do like the Eagles in that game tonight. For some reason, again, it's just a gut. I'm not saying the Eagles going to just flat out just blow them out. It's just a gut feeling. I'm going to go with Ward on this one. And, and it, okay, let's say that the better team does prevail. And we all know at San Francisco, they're beat up on top of it. But let's just say they do. Uh, there's going to be some garbage time late tonight. You might want to, you're going to be up really late tonight watching Greg Ward, I have a feeling. Yeah, he's in my lineup right now. So I think, uh, I think we're thinking the same thing. All right. Good luck, man. I, I appreciate it. Let's appreciate go. It. Yeah. Uh, Brian's there in West Bend. You're next on the fan. Do you go with Joe Mixon or McKinnon? 
Ooh, now that's a good one. I'm going Jarek McKinnon. Is that a PPR? Half point. I still take it. I'll take it, and I'll take Jarek McKinnon. He's probably going to be in the end zone. That's, well, and I'm not saying he is. Uh, I'm not saying he's touchdown dependent, like say a Leonard Fournette is. But it sure, sure does help Jarek McKinnon go from an eight point game up into the mid or upper teens in a football game. I think you're all right with Jarek McKinnon. It's it, it shouldn't be a nightmare for you with two two and a half points. Sounds good to me. All right, thanks a lot. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. As uh, we're down to just minutes here on Fantasy Football Weekly, served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Uh, uh, let's get to a few from social before we have to get out of here. Just a few minutes because we've got uh, the NFL playing here on the fan. It's Cleveland and Dallas. The game call at noon, pregame. I'm uh, going to set you up here in, in about three minutes or so. But, Evan, uh, a few more to get to on social media. On Twitter, Tom, I just wanted to throw this in. He said, uh, so happy Mark wrote in, wrote in. I had a similar question. Mark's emails are always fire. I, I agree, Tom. Thank you. Uh <laughs> Fresh Prince says PPR Kareem Hunt or Daryl Henderson flex starters are Miles Sanders and Chris Carson. Oh man, you're sitting good. Wow. I would like to have those four. All right, so the original question, yeah, he's got the right two in, so the question was then between who? Kareem Hunt and Daryl Henderson. Yeah. PPR. That one's tough. I mean, Henderson will get a workload. And he actually, he's been stepping up really well. Really well. Oh, boy. I, I, I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Henderson. Slight edge to Henderson over Hunt. And I 799-1250. If you want to jump in here, there's less than uh, two and a half minutes left. I might go Hunt there. Just because of that added PPR bonus... He's been really good out of the backfield receiving for them, but he True. also has been getting like 15 carries a game. So I I might go with Kareem Hunt there. That is close. We have no one to break the tie. So flip the coin. <laughs> flip the coin on that one. A couple of uh, programming notes all day long tomorrow. We'll get you ready for Packers football here on The Fan. Bart Winkler in the morning. Bill Michaels midday. I will be uh, chatting with Bill Michaels at 1030 just to close out uh, his portion of the Brewers uh, season here with me. And uh, and then the Wendy's Big Show, Sparky is back with Leroy Butler, Gary Ellerson. And we've got on Tuesday, speaking of the Brewers, our, our final farewell of our Brewers coverage here as uh, the 2020 Brewers retrospective will air at 6 o'clock. Um, then we'll wrap up a lot of things you forgot that even happened with this Brewer season. Let's squeeze in Brian here. Brian, uh, you may have the last word here on Fantasy Football Weekly. Hi, guys. Uh, real quick, I got a half-point PPR. I need to start two of these guys. I got Carson, Chark, and M. Davis uh, back up for McCaffrey. Carson, Chark, Davis, and who is the third one? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Carson, Chark, and, and then Davis. Those are the three. Oh, those and are the to, three. Yeah, and I need to start two of them. I do like Chark this week. I really do. But I like the workload, too, of a running back. And Carson right. and, and Davis are going to get their hands on the football a ton. Yeah. I think, you, I think you should score up pretty well today. 
with All right, good the luck, Brian. Running backs. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, you got it. You got it, Brian. Uh, he did get the last word because we have to turn things over to our NFL coverage. It is uh, the Cleveland Browns in a shootout with the Dallas Cowboys. I'm assuming it will be a shootout. Uh, noon kickoff. However, the pregame will start in just seconds here on the fan. Uh, Evan Heffelfinger, you feel good about the show? This this is our first 9.30 to 11.30 show today. Yeah, I get time to tinker with my lineup, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> selfish. Spoken like a true selfish radio dude. See, that'll be in the book, too. I learned from the best, Tim. Uh, get out of here. All I want to do is cover the Brewers. All right, you guys, good luck. Uh, it is uh, Fantasy Football Weekly and uh, served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Good luck, everybody. See you next week.